0: How crazy is this portal business, this recruiting business, this transfer business, this going pro business, so crazy that we've asked Scott Ritchie to give us his top three on the Illinois roster who are for certain coming back. And there weren't maybe
1: all that many guys to choose from, but Andre Curbelo tops that list.
0: We'll go into the roster that is in flux. I'd tell you maybe some names of who might be coming and maybe some names of who might be going in this week's podcast inside a Line High Basketball. Come back with Scott Ritchie after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400.
1: Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini Sports Enthusiast Bar in champagne, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini Basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and & Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar & Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Good Monday morning. Scott Ritchie. Trent Frazier, is he back? Let's just get right to it.
1: Well, I don't know. I'm not sure Trent knows. There was, I guess, some something on the interwebs last night that his dad said he was going to come back. But if you'll remember, Trent only just said on Friday he was you know, declaring for the draft, was going to hire an NCAA-approved agent, which would allow him to maintain his eligibility to you know, use his bonus season for a fifth year. Um, until Trent, I think, says it, I'll withhold judgment that he's either coming back for that fifth year or moving on with his basketball career.
0: All right, we went right to the news. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. at Scott Ritchie, basketball beat writer. This is Inside the Line, not basketball, episode 146, I believe. Wow, every Monday morning I get to spend quality time with Scott and Ed Bond, our producer. We focus on the offseason now. And uh, Trent Frazier, as Scott said, uh, made was the latest to line up to make a decision. Kind of over the weekend, at least he put it out.
1: His was less clear of his future than the other two that happened last week.
0: All sorts of news happening. Some recruiting news. You got a spring football game a week from tonight, where the Big Ten basketball tournament championship banner will be, I guess, r- unveiled, tra- trotted out. Maybe you can't yeah. hang it at the football stadium. No, but maybe well, the- you can fly it over with a. You know, one of those uh, crop dusters. What do you think? I'd do that. Well, I mean, I guess that's an option. Yeah, because
1: it's going to end up going across the street. I don't know if everyone there realizes banner goes where the team plays. but
0: Maybe have the Garcia's uh, balloon take it over because the Garcia's is going to turn 50 years old next week. That'd be a neat confluence of things. And... Because they're actually going to be fans at the spring game, mm-hmm. a limited
1: number, of course. But if it's a balloon, then they're going to get a chance to see it for a while, because I don't think those move particularly fast. Um, but no, that's What are you, a pilot? I just sort of assume that hot air balloons aren't as fast oh. as airplanes. You uh,
0: know a little about hot air.
1: <laughs> that's 100% true. But uh, also pot and kettle.
0: <laughs> what about pot? Uh, I don't,
1: I, there's something you might have owed me before. Um no, so the basketball team, um, I imagine they'll be in attendance because they started coming back in the last week because Brett Underwood gave them time at home after the the season ended. Essentially, when they, once they got back from Indianapolis after losing to Loyola, um, Georgie riding his bike off into the sunset, and that was, that was the time where, okay, guys, you've been in not quite a bubble but basically a bubble for nine months. Go do your own thing for a little bit they started coming back to campus last week. Off-season workouts won't really start for a while now still. Um, you know Brad Underwood just was, is not going to rush into those just because they were sort of just grinding for nine months because all they could really do was be at their apartments or at Ubbin, so they were at Ubbin a lot and, and working. Um, so they'll still do workouts with Fletch, and the players are going to, go play like they'll go get shots up on their own but nothing organized team-wise for a little while Um so yeah fans will get a chance to see those guys in person for the first time and well for i mean i guess if you know some obviously got tickets for the big 10 and NCAA tournaments but uh all right in champagne live and in person hey maybe you go to a football game to see a basketball team is, and uh, maybe kofi's like. gonna get some reps at left tackle i don't know
0: <laughs> not a bad idea, actually. Sure, uh, Brett Bielema probably be all for that. Be, I'd, put him, I'd put him at D myself, but I, I think Kofi could probably go both both sides. So. Yeah, do it. All right, basketball never stops, as we discussed last week. Uh, well, April is probably the busiest month for a basketball beat writer. This is no different this year. Well, it's
1: more this year. Just not just. What are you complaining, Scott Ritchie? I'm just saying that there's now like just shy of 1,300 players in the transfer portal. Yeah, I love it. That's kind of the same time last year. So last April, whatever today is, I don't even know, 12th, Mm -hmm. there were 700 players in the portal.
0: All right. I am pro-portal like Jay Simpson, our columnist, former Purdue player. Ed Bond is anti-portal. Scott Ritchie, what's your stance? Well, I mean – my opinion's not going to change things
1: one way or other, but I'm pro-Portal, I guess. It's just... I love it. It's uh, crazy. It's, at least this year, and it's injected a little more chaos into it, but, like, since everyone is basically transferring this year, it means they can't again. So, you know, all those... It'll probably take a couple years, but eventually it'll just be, like, freshmen leaving, if they leave, you know, right. for the most part, and then...
0: Well, if your team's horrible, you have a chance, is how I see it, right? Yeah, because you can just—I
1: mean, there's free agency in college basketball now. Yep. I mean, I guess you know the next step, I guess, is to—I don't know—have midseason trades. <laughs> Why not? Um, but uh, I mean, Illinois is going to have to hit the portal to fill out its roster. They're going to have
0: to pick up the portal pace this off-season, Scott Ritchie. Well, I mean, I think you
1: know, my coaches have is pretty measured in how they do this. Like, they're not just going to
0: not okay, going to push the portal panic button. No. Well, there's,
1: I mean, not all 1,300 players are still available, but most of them are. So, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, if there's a lot of reason to get too worked up over. You know, but the, obviously they got no more pain, so they you know filled one need with the Florida big man who's transferring in. Um, there's some high school recruits that could obviously still. You know be in the mix ty ty washington brandon podzemski I mean, those are the two essentially but uh
0: you know who's not in the mix anymore and namari burnett well you told me he was coming to illinois i said no such thing
1: in fact i'm pretty sure last week i said yeah alabama's probably going to get him and I mean, alabama's just going after it right now because so i got namari burnett transferred in uh they got a commitment from five-star center charles bettyako and then they landed another transfer uh Noah Gurley out of Furman. Probably. Whatever. Don't care about
0: the Tide. Why did Illinois not get him?
1: Because Alabama did. And also, I mean, if you think back to Namari Burnett's first round of recruiting, like, Illinois wasn't in his final four. Alabama was. So, I think, you know, they yeah. had the leg up and despite, obviously, the relationship you know, between Namari and the Illinois coaching staff, like, Alabama was there already. And, they played a, you know, exciting brand of basketball last year, very guard-centric, and they're going to lose a couple of them, and they're just slotting Amari right in.
0: I don't know if I appreciate your tone this morning, Scott Ritchie. I'm just saying that. I think, just just my, I think that's just my voice. Getting a little smart-alecky on me? That's, you know, maybe a little. But we'll forgive you, and we'll move on. I'll look the other way. That's That's big of you. Thank you. Anyway, uh, again, as we said, uh, fans at the football game next Monday night, pick up your Tuesday print edition. We'll have plenty of coverage from there. Enjoyed your Sunday coverage in this week's News Gazette. You ranked the Big Ten coaches as they currently stand, I guess. And not just in height, because you had Jawan Howard number one. He's the tallest.
1: Yeah, he would win in height, but also in the fact. Yeah,
0: Brad Underwood number two. Yep. But here's what... I'm seeing Mark Turgeon and the Terrapins as your Big Ten champion next year. Could be. How is that possible? Well, Maryland fans would
1: would disagree because, like, they all hate him. But Hate's the, a pretty strong word. Well, I think there's a lot of people that, okay. <laughs> that strongly dislike Mark Turgeon okay. as a coach. But he he's a small fella. He's I think fairly average sized for you know, a, a male of. His age. Um, but, like, in the, in the canceled pandemic, like, so two years ago, I mean, they tied for first in the mm-hmm. mid Ten. Like, he wins. And that's still not really enough. I think, well, it's just, it's they want Gary Williams. And Gary Williams isn't coming back. But he filled two, and I think we talked about this last week, filled two key spots on his roster, like, the two that they needed in the transfer portal, got a point guard and Fats Russell. Rhode Island, and then a center and Caduce Wahab from Georgetown, and like those are the two things they didn't have last season. And still, you know, put together a decent year. They could be better. I mean, but we'll see. He's also he had a lot of talent over the last several years. I mean, you go to like Mel Tremble, Anthony Callen, Jalen Smith, and he didn't win maybe as much as he could have. So I, okay, in that regard, I maybe get where Maryland fans are coming from, but.
0: He's not going anywhere. Yeah, Brad Underwood, number two, explain yourself. Because Juwan Howard was at number one? Okay. I'm just asking. I'm like, don't get defensive. With The way you asked it it was like... Toneless. Yeah. Monotone. uh, 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 Mm. I'm not sure about that. No, I I mean, this
1: past Illinois basketball team won Big Ten tournament title, won more Big Ten games than any other Illinois team in program history. Of course, there are more Big Ten games played. I think that that part gets left out, but it's like they play twenty now, so there's a chance you can win more. Um, won the number two team in the country before a disappointing finish in the NCAA tournament, but Jawan Howard at one because they won the uh, quote unquote disputed regular season Big Ten title uh, despite a strongly worded letter from Josh Whitman, um, and then. Yeah, we're a number one seed. Like Illinois went further in the NCAA tournament, and then next year, are bringing in a ridiculous class.
0: All right, plenty of changes going on in the Big Ten. Michigan going to lose their two uh, old guys. Went on to their yeah, their Mike prep. Smith and Chondre Brown expected Franz Wagner. Wagner, I keep seeing he's going to be a top ten pick. All right, so he's gone. Lot, yeah, I mean I've seen him in the lottery essentially every yeah that mock. Okay. Isaiah Liver is going to be gone too, so they'll have to rely on their freshmen, and as Scott Ritchie points out, they have some portal pull.
1: Yeah, so if they've got well. a an open roster spot at some point, like they have a team that they could sell Just like come well, they could just let's say come be Mike Smith or come be Sean Day Brown, who had success. But Hunter Dickinson will be back. That's he's the centerpiece of that team. And then obviously they got two five stars and Caleb Houston and Musa Diabate. Um, Brandon Johns played really well in the NCAA tournament. I've sort of just I think like Michigan fans have been waiting for him to figure it out consistently, but they've got some some pieces.
0: All right, uh, plenty has happened on the Illinois side of things as well. Uh Georgie last week, uh, bid farewell. Uh he's coming back to Muhammad for a <laughs> a what a like an autograph signing. Yeah, meet and greet. Meet and greet. Autograph get get it. Cuz get autograph may take pictures, I'm not sure. All right. Wear a mask, have to. He uh is a big friend and follower of the News Gazette on Instagram. he uh, We reached out to him after he made his decision last week. He said, hey, I'll, I'll, give me a week and I'll talk to you. How about that? Okay. He'll be talking to Scott Ritchie soon, apparently. Explain his... What happens with Georgie? Where does he go? Overseas immediately?
1: Well, I mean, in his note that he posted to Instagram, said he's going to declare for the NBA draft. I mean, he won't be selected. But that gives... Going through the process, like, you can get some feedback. I didn't know you I know. had Jerry
0: West here in the podcast booth. Today, he won't be selected. He, Jerry said. He he won't be. Scott Ritchie said. I mean, that's...
1: I I can't, like, even, like, put a friendlier spin on that. It's just not going to happen. But... He can get some feedback from teams. Also kind of helps him probably in the an agent process. And then he'll go. I mean, I think the plan is to go play overseas because he hasn't been home in almost two full years. And he'll get... There are a lot of professional leagues in a lot of different countries, and he will, I mean, he'll get paid to play for sure.
0: Good for Georgie. Um Certainly a fan favorite, more so for his personality. You know, he made quite an impact on the court as a freshman. Don't forget about that. But then his personality took over.
1: Yeah, because Kofi Coburn showed up. And, you know, Georgie kind of wound up in that backup role. And one that he embraced. Like, he never – like he was Kofi's biggest fan on the team. They were roommates, so – there wasn't ever like any friction there or anything. And, you know, George just did what he did and was the energy guy all the time. And I cannot blame him one bit for wanting to take that next step. I mean, maybe if, well, well pandemic hadn't happened and he had, you know, gotten a chance to see his family you know, over more than just FaceTime over the last two years, that he might have stuck around for year four.
0: All right, two questions. Uh, Does high school recruiting even matter anymore? That's the first one. Don't answer it. And secondly, who has Illinois uh, received a commitment from today? Because it seems like it's happening a lot. Well, we'll start with the second one
1: because I have an answer there at least. Um, A.J. Storr committed last week. Um an only kid, yeah, you know, he played as a freshman at Rockford Lutheran and then his mom got the you know, a job in Kankakee and she was also their girls basketball coach. His sister was a, was a D1 player. Um so played at Kankakee for a couple years and then moved the summer to Las Vegas cuz that's where his dad lived and was going to play at Bishop Gorman, which is like the legit team in Nevada. Um and then their season was sort of kind of up in the air, so he ended up transferring again to A Z Compass Prep, played with Tattai Washington, got to play a national schedule, um, kind of show off the improvements in his game and uh got a couple of high major offers, but Elmoy was in on him last November and kept up that you know that relationship, that recruitment, and you know, he decided that he was ready to, to pull the trigger on a commitment. Class of twenty twenty two recruit right now he was originally in the 2021 class but he's young for his age so he did what almost no one does and like reclassified back a year so there's you know a chance he might wind up at Illinois this coming season but it's not like been decided yet but 6'6", 205, 210 just has a from a frame standpoint, this has some real Ravante Rice vibes. Kind of built like a linebacker. Okay. He's a couple inches taller than Ravante though. Um good shooter. Got better as a shooter, I think, over the last year. I think just and just talking with him and his AU coach, just playing at Compass Prep and playing against you know the top teams in the country. I mean they, they were in the Geico Nationals, um, I guess a week and a half ago at this point the semifinals like that just sort of he saw what it took to maybe play at that level which is you know you just got to elevate another step even you know to get to college and I think that that it's certainly helped him kind of get get
0: better on the court question one was does it still matter though with all this portal business I think it still does
1: in some regards Because you just want to keep. I mean, you want to add talent wherever you can get it, but it's it's trickier because I don't know how you know when you recruit a high school player, will he stay? Because man, I don't think Illinois recruited Adam Miller thinking he would start all 31 games and then leave. So it's just it's. I think coaches have to deal with the uncertainty, but like when you can add. Add guys, you know that you know, top town on high school. Like, do it because you can't like just go full portal on a team. But
0: it's yeah. it's not a guarantee anymore. Had some people at Scott Park over the weekend tell me Adam Miller's coming back. Okay, I'm just passing it on to the beat writer. Just saying, "Why are you looking at me that way, Richie?"
1: I also yeah. uh, over the weekend heard. Uh, <laughs> A lot of Kentucky rumors yeah. for Adam Miller, so I think there's just a lot of
0: a lot of people are hearing a lot of things. Yeah, That's what it sounds like, right? And again, until
1: it comes from the source, being Adam himself, hmm, it could be anything.
0: All right, a lot of the uh, early top tens and top twenty fives are out again. They don't make much sense because you just don't know who's going to be there.
1: Yeah, because I did one and immediately mm-hmm. regretted every single team I included.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I did it. You did it because we made you do it. That's We f- made you embarrass yourselves. Yeah. But so be it. All right. So how about the Texas Tech guy? Is he coming to Illinois? Micah Peavy? No, the other one. The guy who was on Georgetown oh, lit up Illinois, <laughs> Illinois about a couple. It seems like a decade ago he lit Illinois up as a member of the Georgetown Hoyas.
1: Yeah, that was forever ago. Um, I mean, he just went in the portal, and he and that's like, I think, his fallback option because he declared for the draft as well.
0: Um, I don't So you're saying you don't know. He, I heard that at Victory Park over the weekend that he was coming here.
1: You need to stop hanging out at the park. Parks, plural. Like, when did you hear this? Because, like, he legit just went in the portal like Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. Um. I
0: don't. I don't know. I'm gonna say I. Doubtful. Oh, uh, how long does this portal uh, window uh, stay open? Do you think, legitimately? Like, if you need to figure out who's going to be on your team, how late into the summer? Uh, can we go without knowing who's coming here?
1: I mean, I think with the number of players, it extends that window. End uh, of July, probably, this would be a reasonable thing. And, like, Illinois has added players in August. You know, and I mean, Jermaine Hamlin was officially added to the roster, I think, two days before the school year started a couple years ago. So that was probably less likely to happen, but. Yeah, I don't think we'll have a the final Illinois roster for next season until late summer. We I mean, uh, could be wrong. I mean, they could just get you know a commitment from. I mean, maybe they get Ty Ty or Brandon Podzemski and add. Well, I think that would put them maxed out on scholarships. But like Kofi still hasn't made his decision.
0: Hey, over the weekend on. Uh, Saturday sports talk. Underwood was on there, of course, but Roger Powell was. Did he have a chance to listen to what he had to say?
1: I did. I listened to okay. some of that. Did you uh, say I he's
0: taken over at Loyola or Illinois State? Or?
1: Well, I mean, Loyola just. They hired somebody, right? They just immediately promoted Drew Valentine. Okay. Um, Illinois no, State doesn't have an opening, but. They, they don't. It's surprising because. Okay. I and, like, I'm a Dan Moeller guy. Like, I watched him play at ISU right. like when I was growing up, but, like, I'm surprised he still has that job. Okay.
0: So Roger Powell is still with Gonzaga, is what you're
1: telling me. Yeah, you. and of the Gonzaga assistants, like Tommy Lloyd is the one that's going to like could be the next Arizona coach, if it's not Damon Sotomayor. Okay. But back to Roger Powell, still assistant at Gonzaga, but he right, him a job. Well, and he was discussing it on Saturday with Stephen It's so because. This was his, just finished up his 10th season as an assistant, mm-hmm. he said. And like, kind of when he got into college coaching, he was like, after 10 years, that's, or 10 seasons, that's when he kind of thought would be the time. Right. And like, he's had some other offers to be a head coach in the past. Um, this wasn't maybe the right fit. And with where he's been, and obviously now with the Zach, I think he can be a little peckier okay. on, the, on the job he takes, but. I think there's there's still a hand handful or so jobs open. None, of, I mean, not a lot of like great jobs, currently. But uh, you never know when another one will come up because Arizona fired Sean Miller like two months after their season ended.
0: So you're telling me EIU, for example, maybe not good enough for Roger Paul.
1: He could probably get a better
0: job. Okay, and that's
1: that comes from a grad where I am very realistic of where you graduated. I did. Okay. I'd also mm-hmm. feel very realistic of where, yeah, you basketball kind of stands in the hierarchy of the sport, and mm-hmm. it's not very high. Right.
0: Go Panthers. Always. They are the Panthers. Okay. Just checking.
1: Yeah, maybe Marty Simmons. Maybe he'll he'll turn turn the ship around. He goes
0: by the Mule.
1: Well, he did. I'm not sure if he still does.
0: That was a high school nickname. Ed Bond goes by the Donkey. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, that's. His... I'm not sure Ed knew that either. <laughs> kind of like it though.
1: <laughs> well,
0: okay. What else going on with the Illinois
1: basketball? Um well, obviously still in the in the transfer market a couple players. Um Christian Bishop, uh, Bob Osmondson's favorite player in the portal cuz he was coming from Creighton. Uh 6-7 forward, you know, would play the four Illinois. Uh Super athlete, like great dunker, um, like highlight reel worthy stuff. He's one of the other forwards I was looking at, and then Joel. Uh, I'm gonna Joel Soriano was at Fordham last the well, last two years. Is in the portal. He's uh like six eleven, two fifty. There's some. That's not a totally brand new player, uh, so to speak. He actually played at Archbishop Stepanak in New York with Alan Griffin, won a state championship with him their senior year. Wound up took a prep year and then played the last two years at Fordham, averaged almost a double double this year. So that's another big guy. If the need arises, if Kofi doesn't come back, and then the sort of latest is Alfonso Plummer, uh, just played the last two years at Utah. Uh, he. He'd be a grad transfer because he went to a Juco first. Uh, basically, a shooter, about 40% career shooter at Utah. But there's a somewhat of a the connection there. He's from Puerto Rico, which in Illinois has I've seen Andre Curbelo. is bringing in RJ Melendez. It'd be a, a comfortable landing spot for Alfonso Plummer. 6 1 guard. So, there's some more names to know.
0: All right. Kofi's decision. Uh, Any. He- Particular timing to what he has
1: 40 days to decide to enter the draft or not. May 30th is the deadline. I assume it'll probably happen before the deadline itself. But
0: Uh, we have our all area basketball team coming out this weekend in the News Gazette, our boys basketball team. Uh, Jalen Quinn, not an Illinois offer, right? No. As far as you know. But our top prospect in our area yeah. will be a part of that team. Not sure where he fits. Why no Illinois offer? Probably Tuscola.
1: I can't speak for the coaches. I think he would Why don't you very try. much
0: like an offer. Pretend you're Brad Underwood for one minute. Brad, what's up with Jalen Quinn? Why aren't you offering him? I mean, I think
1: the answer would be he
0: hasn't really played this he's, type of competition. He's on a top level AAU team. High school doesn't matter anymore.
1: Well, and he didn't get a chance to play with the Illinois Wolves last summer because all of that was canceled. And But he is playing now with the Wolves. His recruitment this spring and summer will ratchet up several degrees. But he doesn't have any high major offers right now.
0: Thank you, Coach Underwood.
1: Yeah. One name that's sort of also, I think, be included in our all-area team is Ty Pence, S-J-O.
0: Who's also playing high-level AAU.
1: And has some momentum, I think. I mean, he had a really good, was he just a sophomore? A really good sophomore season. And I think has grown, which okay. has helped
0: him. So he can an, he can slam dunk the ball.
1: Okay, so this the nineteen seventies where they just broke the ban on dunking. The the two handed slam dunk.
0: The following week, the All State team comes out, which Richie, I think, maybe not the following week, but sometime this spring.
1: Um, well, it should be the okay. following week. Girls All State team first, and then so that okay. would be the twenty fifth of April. All right, and then boys' all state team the next week.
0: Are you getting out on the road with the, these AAU folks uh, anytime soon, or are they just not allowing anything happening? I, I saw the Texas Rangers over the weekend and the Houston Astros, full stadiums. Yeah, I'm not so really. So now like- I'm thinking maybe Indy AAU is back.
1: Um, I haven't seen the schedule for the EYBL yet, um, but there have been some tournaments the last couple weekends and. The ones that are close and if you'll you know, pay me to go, I'll go. Okay. I think obviously they still have sort of limited attendance for those, but the AU season is back and the uh dead period that's lasted I don't know, like an entire year, uh will the dead period itself will end I think June first. I, f-
0: I think I saw that. So, like, official visits
1: would now be back on the table.
0: All right. Can't wait to get going. Do you have a power poll before we let you out of the podcast booth of players that you know are still on the roster <laughs> at Illinois? How about that? This could be um, Andre Curbello. Okay. One. There's a solid start <sighs> that you know
1: of them, like, very certain on the roster. Well, I mean, Kofi is still technically uh, on the roster, but I don't hear uh, iffy about him. I'm not
0: going to So, no, me. he does not make the count. Uh
1: Jacob Grandison.
0: Okay, two. And then... First time making the list in the yeah, one year of existence. Oh, <laughs> this is where
1: Illinois finds itself this offseason. Um, Austin Hutcherson. All right. With, I guess, my fingers crossed, his fingers crossed, Brad Underwood's fingers crossed, that his back is...
0: Okay. A lot of fingers. Yeah.
1: Because if he's healthy, and it looks like he is now, if he can stay healthy, like he could be sort of the quote-unquote forgotten man out of nowhere and comes in and plays a really key role next year.
0: All right. So much happening. Uh, tag along with Scott Ritchie every morning, 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Alani Nation. He's been doing it for a long time. It's great stuff. What are you looking at me? I was just thinking with the raised of his eyebrows it has
1: been a very long time every morning 6am
0: yeah it's like cereal still good right yeah
1: and you know it's a little bit different all the time so Love you can it. bounce from your lucky charms to the yeah toast crunch
0: captain crunch cheerios I, just, I like cheerios do you it's just, yeah it's that's kind of eureka like do you put sugar on it no what how do you eat cheerios without sugar <laughs> dump it on there <laughs> I think that defeats the purpose of eating Cheerios. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Cheers to everyone for listening. Uh, We will uh, hear from Scott Ritchie next Monday.